This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted pride of West London podcast coming to you from what's this place called? I don't even know what it's called. Some FedEx sort of Field. FedEx Field. That's it. It's always some sort of sponsor somewhere. There it is. Yeah, that's it. Just taking the vibe out of it. Like, you know, what was it used to be called? This stadium before? The Jack Kent Cook Field. The Jack Kent Cook. Yeah, he was the uh, former owner of the. Uh, well, the club was known as the Redskins. The Redskins, that was Washington his team. Redskins. Yeah, he yeah. built this place in his family. Okay, so this is the old Washington Redskins Stadium. And as I'm looking at it out here now as well, um, um, Chelsea are battering Fulham as it goes. Uh, the Bradford have already played a bit earlier. They played Aston Villa earlier. We're in a stadium open open stadium and it's got no roof in it at all this stadium at all it's mad it's one two three tiers right a three-tiered stadium no roof at all great in the summer but it's like this it's about 155 degrees out there at the moment now i don't know what it's going to be like in the middle of the rain it must be an absolute nightmare coming to watch a game here in the rain i mean i don't even know what they would do in this place but it is one of those things but just coming back to it brentford three aston villa three i say what a game what a game what you know it was you know this is only, only friendly but it was exciting we saw a lot of things that we were happy about we saw a lot of things that we probably weren't so happy about as well but at the end of the day listen it's all about pre-season and we're out here with the american bees we've got john from the usa bee society who's been he put on a party two nights in a row i think people have i can't believe people actually woke up this morning because like you know probably been comatose for the whole weekend john how are you I'm well. I, I woke up at 6 a.m. and cooked some sausage and eggs and uh, prepped everything for the uh, tailgate. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, listen, the game today, just talk to me about the game. No, I thought it was brilliant. I mean, look, uh, yeah, these are friendlies. It's, it's about nobody getting injured, getting people in shape. You know, so it is what it is. It was exciting. It was fun. It would have been great to have a win, but, it, you know, it's, it's just a preseason to get them in shape. What I really care about is a couple of weeks when we uh, hit the league. Of course. But, again, you've got to look at little... Little signs here, and there is a few things that probably made people smile a little bit. Josh De Silva, he only scores fucking great goals, as we say, and he scored up fucking great goal today, didn't he? De Silva was great. I think Baptiste was uh, uh, exceptional. You know, he's been kind of a 
bit player here and there coming on, a little bit of injury, and uh, he was terrific today. And I keep saying Olakigbe was awesome. You know, it's great to see some of the Yarmouk look and some of these younger guys going out there and having a run and, and taking on sort of, you know, top-tier first-team premier sides, and they held their own. So there's some exciting young folks coming through the system that, uh, you know, maybe not right away, but but not too far. And, 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 and I mean, Brentford looked like they were cruising it, you know. We went into the first, um, what you call it, a water break, or is a, is a, uh, a 22 and a half minutes, or whatever it may be, and we were tuning up. We were cruising at that stage. We took the water break, and it all fell apart. I, I feel like well, they're doing the wave right now, which is really, really not proper. But, um, no, so I, I think it shows we miss Norgard, right? We miss a true six. We need somebody who's going to sit there in the top of the box, intercept those passes, and at least just hold up play a little bit. And I think we, we abandoned that space, and I think that was the difference. When they came back with three uncontested goals, it was the fact that we just didn't have a, a proper central defending midfielder at the time to stop those uh, you know, that, that space and hold it up a little bit. There was a few little tricks, as well. I mean, little, little changes that we made out there as well today in the first half. And I think Thomas Frank was maybe just trying out a few things. So he had Aaron Hickey playing on the on the left-hand side I noticed as well. That. Aaron Hickey was playing on the left-hand side. They kept veteran into midfield every now and again as well, did you? I think they were trying to track down, um, what's his name, from Villa, who... Uh, who was, who, was, who was careering through our through, through our midfield as well? But um, so we had him over over there as well, who, you know, which which was I thought was quite interesting. And then what other change did we have as well? I mean, obviously we had Sharder up front, and we haven't seen Sharder this whole tour as well. And uh, and in the in midfield, obviously we had Frank the Tank initially to start off with. Um, so it wouldn't necessarily be the side that you would say is going to start the season there, would it? No, but it was close enough. I mean, look. It, it, I think there were some mistakes that were made here and there. Well, I think through the run of play, we were the better team. We made a few mistakes. It's expected at this level. The guys are just kind of gelling together. We got a new keeper. You know, walk away with no injuries and everything else. I think it's it's, it's totally fine. Like, I, I have no worries hitting the start of the season. I thought Charlotte looked great. Um, I thought that you know, Rico looks tremendous. You know, he looks in full season form already. So there are a lot of things, positives to take away, even if we're not walking away with the win. The win. That's right. Talking about keepers. Flecken, and we're not coming here to slate people or anything like that, but he, he's, he's having a bit of a slow start to the season, isn't he, again? I think there was another, another, I think there was another mistake today, wasn't it? Well, he had a decent save, and then he was kind of out of position for another. It's hard to say. You know, our defense let him down I think more than anything we still have to give him a little more time I mean it's preseason yeah, I, th I think it's the first goal that we scored and people yeah. expect him to have saved that first goal the second goal when it came down that it came down the left-hand side it came down our left-hand side and basically sold a defender twice I think yeah. first one was Jensen I don't know who the second time was easy same trick every single time and then beat the keeper okay now we're not slating the keeper off but obviously we played three games and there are certain things that's happened that's made people a little nervous and obviously it's big shoes to fill to fill Raya's shoes I think it's also his distribution right there's some questionable passes a uh, little shaky at the back. We'll see. I, I, we got to give him time. Yeah, we got to give him time. Give him Talk time. about the game, just in general, though. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a game of two halves. First half, I yeah, we were up two nothing, but I thought they were the better side, frankly. Second half dominated, literally. The midfield crushed it. Okay. Uh, so what was the difference yeah. between the first and second half then? I think Yanel is a big a big part. He in, in place of who? In uh, who do you come in for? Frank the Tank. Yeah, it was Frank the Tank, and I just. 
you know, I think we need to see more. Jensen was just out of position. I, I, I'd like to see him more in an attacking role, a more creative attacking role. And he was trying to, you know, cover for Norgard. It was a little struggle. But again, Thomas Frank, he knows exactly what to do. He knows exactly what we need. <laughs> he really, yeah, exactly what we need. And I really think, I think we're going to be okay. I really do. I just, Henry, best player. I've been watching this game, what, since 76? <laughs> this is the best player I've ever I, I love him. Yeah. I think he's just amazing. And, and just, just talk in general. I mean, I saw you at the drink company the other day. You was yeah. up in Philly. Just yeah. talk to me about the tour and the bees coming down and the bees fans coming down into your manner. As it <laughs> I, I think it's been great. You know, I, like we talked, you know, off, off air. I think the culture of Brentford will stay intact. I think the American fans understand really what it means to the community, you know, the neighborhood, all of it. And uh, unlike, you know, the Chelsea fan, all these other fans, you know what I mean? I, American fans really kind of understand what it means. And I think this is just going to expand the, the family. Ooh, ooh, that's a big ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's going to expand it. So it's going to expand it, as we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, which is all, which is all good. And you've, you've obviously met a lot of new people as well. Yeah. I oh, mean, American yeah. people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Texans. We had Australian, well, all kinds. Like Peruvian characters. Yeah, it was a Peruvian. Yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was there was a character. bunch of South Americans, like over here, you know, sing song, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It was great. <laughs> so I looked around the stadium, you know, we walked around the whole stadium, and well, there's thousands, thousands of bees here. So I think it's I think it's a really great, you know, it's great to see it grow. You bees. You bees. Yes, we've got a local, local bee. Virginia B, am I right? Yes. But brand new B. Yes, brand new. You, you've got a Skyx shirt as well, which is proper old school. Yes. Right, that must be like 20, 20 or 15, 10 years ago. 15 years ago, I reckon. That's your first Brentford game, isn't it? Yes, it is my first Brentford game here in DC. Honestly, it's my first football game slash soccer game ever, actually. This is the first game I've ever been to. It's been a great experience. You know, it was a doubleheader, but this second game was awful so we just I'm not sure walking out already I mean if you've got enough Fulham Chelsea it means nothing to you no not uh I don't support neither teams so <laughs> you know I supported Brentford and you know we got the draw but we could have won that honestly uh but it was a good experience nonetheless and to be and a good experience as well and you're here with the USABs obviously how did how did you get into Brentford is, is it going down the pub with them lot I mean I mean, I'll be funny, it's, 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 it's not a natural thing for it to happen. How did you all of a sudden get involved in supporting Brentford out of the blue? Well, honestly, I did mainly watch the Spanish league, La Liga, and I really had no Premier League team that I supported. Uh, then my friend here, Julian, uh, his father was the president of the USABs, and, you know, he's just a charismatic guy, and I was like, why not? So he, you, so he twisted your hand basically you know, <laughs> and you know obviously he allowed me to wear this this shirt right here and it means a lot being here he, him inviting me here to this game you know i kind of have no choice but to support brentford so good, good. so you're looking forward to coming down to, to to london at some stage to watch the bees as well well absolutely yes maybe make a trip maybe when i'm a bit older go watch brentford over there at the community park you know there in west london that's right have a good time wonderful Thank you. Yeah. Right. Safe, safe journey back to to Virginia. Yes. And you're watching some some drunken baseball, apparently. No, no, I'm not watching the baseball. Oh, no, 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 no. Softball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice one. Thank you. More Virginia bees in the house.
And you, you've been watching the Beast for a while now, haven't you? Yes, yeah, so we actually lived over in uh, London 2012 to 2014. And I was originally a Chelsea fan, oh, and, no. my, and my brother was originally a Liverpool fan, oh, and so, no. so was my dad. But we could never uh, find tickets because they were so expensive. And we could, only get, we could only get like a U21 game, and it just didn't really feel like a great community. So one of our friends ended up telling us about Brentford, and they were right across the river from us. We lived in, in Q, Q yeah, yeah, we lived in Q in the time. And we were like, you know what? Tickets are cheap. Seems like a great community. We'll go. And we had the time of our lives. We actually, we went to the game that they got promoted um, from League One to the championship uh, where we scored, it was one nothing, and we scored a penalty. And I remember storming the field. And it's, a, it's one of my favorite sports memories of all time. And there's nothing like it. There's Alan nothing. Judge. Uh, Alan, yep, Alan yep. Judge. Alan Judge. He yep. scored the goal that sent us up. Alan, Alan Judge. Alan Judge. Alan Judge. Alan, Alan Judge. He scored the goal that sent us up. Alan, Alan Judge. There you go. That was a song. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was such a great community and it was so great that we, we just, when we came home, it was just like, it was obvious that we had to keep supporting the team. And, you know, we kind of, my dad, honestly, all props to him. He's, he's kind of built the community up from nothing. I mean, there was nothing really in, there was no USA supporters. There was no nothing. And to see where it is now, where they're touring in the USA and people know Brentford and you can go up to people here and they're like, oh my God, I know Brentford. Like, that's a cool shirt. It's, it's, so, it's so surreal from going, going to like, from a League One team that no one knew outside of London to being the eighth best team in, the, in all of England. It's just be it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see how the community's grown. It's beautiful to see how the support has grown and how welcoming the English fans have been. So Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Americans, because you know, some, some teams love to gatekeep their team. Like, like the Man U fans over here, they, are, they love to like gatekeep the team and keep new people from coming, but everyone has been so interested about learning about the history. Everyone's been so interested in learning about the team and all the, Engli all the English fans who have come over have been nothing but helpful, nothing but supportive, trying to get more people, more and more people into the game and into Brentford. That's right. And talk about the game today. How did you enjoy it? I loved it. I was, I felt like during the first half, our midfield was somewhat lacking towards when they scored those three goals in a row. But when the, on the second half, when we brought on Baptiste, I feel like he really strengthened up our our defensive midfield, and it really made it easier to get the ball to our uh, to our front half. Right, and, 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 and the game itself, the atmosphere, I mean, obviously it's different. I mean, we're in the Redskin Stadium, you know, baseball matches. I mean, it's, it's weird because obviously the, behind the goal, there's Brentford fans dotted all over the place. I mean, that's one thing that they didn't quite get right. They didn't get all the fans in one place, which they should have done, like, you know. So we were all over the place, but we tried to make as much noise as we can do. But how different is it from, uh, from your local sports? 
I mean, the thing is about local sports is you don't hear the chants, you don't hear the, even here, you know, you hear the, you hear the chants, you hear how into it everyone gets, and it's just so great to see. I mean, Brentford, we were, we were here for the first 15 minutes of the Chelsea game. There were, the Chelsea supporters outnumbered us in the thousands, yet we were by far the loudest team that's been here t today. So it just goes to show how passionate the fan base is and how great it is to be a Brentford fan. Right, and obviously you're coming over again to the, the UK at some time to watch a match. Oh, I, I want to go back as soon as possible. I haven't been able to go to the GTEC yet. I've only been to Griffin Park, but I'd love to see the new stadium in its all its glory. UBs. UBs. So game has been over for quite a while. We've, we've had a bit of a day today. You know, we were out in Washington um, after the match because it was a very early kickoff for us. 12, 12 o'clock kickoff is, is early and it was hot today. It was really, really hot. Game finished at two. We watched a bit of the Chelsea game, then we came out and we walked all the way back in the heat. And we've just been chilling out with a couple of the Bees fans in the bars there in Washington. We're down on 14th Street. We went to U Street as well, as well, which is quite a hip, a hipster area, as they call it. <laughs> quite a cool area as well. We went out to a few bars down there and we've got a bit of downtime. We've just been thinking about it. So a little bit of reflection, like I said to you, last, last match in the summer series. Was this a good trip, Laney? It was an incredible trip, um, and as you said, you know we've, we've had a couple of uh, couple of hours now to kind of reflect on the game. They say Mad Dogs and Englishmen out in the midday sun. Um, it was too hot for football today, for sure. Like playing in that, I think I think the Brentford players they, they struggled of one or two of them. Um, yeah, I, I, as, as the as the three games have progressed, you know, like the first game, it really was just a kick around. The second game. Um, you, we were expecting to see um, us kind of use the squad a little bit more and try out a few few tactics. And today we probably expected um, more of a, um, a vibe about how we we're actually going to start the season. And, and Thomas he, he flipped it up, didn't he? He start he he, he, he you know he, he played Hickey Hickey on the left. Rico didn't start, and he, he played um, Bumo on the left. Um, and it didn't really work. I mean, it didn't not work because we went two goals, two goals up. But, um, but again, to be fair, it's from a penalty and from an unbelievable kick, you know, strike from outside the area. So we got the goals. I'm yeah. not knocking it, you know what I'm saying? But we got undone. We did, we did get undone, but it was, you know, the, the midfield, ultimately, um, it, it wasn't a really defend. It wasn't, it wasn't sort of set up to defend, really. And um, once Villa um, sniffed the... There was there was like gaping holes in the middle, you know. McGinn started threading them. I mean, I thought McGinn looked like a pup player today. I mean, he, he looked like he puts two stone on over the he summer. Did, he? he did, but he he, he really he, he really did his his delivery and, and and his ability to kind of pick a pass is, is exceptional. So yeah, um, you know. But we 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 learned that um, you know um, the defence we need to set up the way that we will set up you know we, we will have Rico on the left um, and, um, and and probably Hickey on the right but um, you know the biggest question mark for me is the goalkeeper and, and that's what everyone's saying really you know it's what what do we do you know Fleck and he'll obviously you know not obviously but you know he will probably come good so you know what we've seen is not what we're going to get from him long term but he's clearly not as good as David Raya and, and yet. yet yeah no I mean I, I did say that I mean I did say you know we, we, we do have to give him time and I'm sure he will be alright but from what we've seen at the moment um, the, the number one goalkeeper at the club is David Raya the number two is Thomas Strakosha and the number three goalkeeper on, on current form is, is Flecken but you know what does he do does he just you know the future is Flecken so 
do we just persist with him and just say, right, we'll, we'll, we'll pick him as number one until um, the confidence and the positioning and everything, his understanding with the team um, happens? Or do we say, right, every point is precious in the Premier League? Um, um, if David Ray is still a, our, our player um, until he, well, he might be he might be gone by the time you listen to this, but you know he, he may he may be here right up until the transfer window ends at the end of August. So the best place in my head, the best place for David Raya is in the shop window, um, and the shop window is in the first team between the sticks. So you know, I, I, I my head says we we pick David Raya, and then as soon as David Raya is not here, then then we pick. Flecken. So um, yeah, that, that's that's where that's where it's left me. I mean, I, I'm more aware of where we're at as a, a team now. I'm not necessarily worried about the defensive cock-ups today because uh, um, we, you know we, we are going to have Christian Norgard back in that middle, or we're going to have Vitali Yanel in the middle. It, it won't be Jensen being that you know <laughs> defensive central midfielder. Yeah, that that's not. That's not it. Frank the Tank. And Frank the Tank. No, we, we, we probably won't see that again. But, you know, I, I understood why they did start that way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, to test it out. They did have to test it out. And, and then, you know, if that sets your alarm bells off, then, you know, it is testing things out. These games are about experimentation. Yeah. You know, and it's better for him to come away and say, actually, <laughs> I tried that and, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, I well, now know that <clears throat> doesn't work. So I'll well. move on. So you have learned something from that. Yeah. So, and I know I've learned a lot from this trip. Um, I've seen I've seen some brilliant performances from um, King Lewis Potter. Um, I'm very excited to see a lot more of him. I be I'm guilty of putting my hand up and saying KLP. I didn't I didn't understand him. I didn't get him. I thought what a waste of money a couple of times last season. No, 100% I'm wrong. Um, he he looks really really exciting. Um, Yarmolenko I thought um, came on. He looked wicked. And um, uh, the, the, yeah. Oliaki, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he looks, he looks incredibly carefree when he came on. Whoever he may be, yes, he is a famous BFC. Yes, he yeah. did. He looked, he looked very, very confident and um, wanting to just get at the defence. And um, I, I can see why they've, ta- they've taken him from the B to the A team. Um, so yeah, no, all, all, all good in terms of the trip. Um, all good, I think, in terms of the fitness. Um, it's been an incredible experience for the players. They've, they're, they're probably at 38,000 feet now um, going across the Atlantic. I know, speaking, speaking to some of the staff at, the, um, at the, the meet and greet last night, they were flying literally from the game almost home. You know, they were going back to the airport. They were doing their customs checks inside the stadium. Um, they were in a sealed, sealed environment. Everyone on the coach, back, straight back to the airport straight onto the plane not they haven't got to do their customs at the airport they did it all in the stadium um so they literally it's a chartered flight no one else on it they're all they're all on their way home and um i wish i was on it because i'm <laughs> I, i'm weary now it's but it's been brilliant i wouldn't have changed the thing so glad i came um yeah it's, it's been been a trip of a lifetime seeing brentford here the, the the mixing with the traditional fans, the, the you know, your diehards that I've seen in Port Vale and Crewe and Accrington and all those places, you know, with the the, the first time they've ever seen us in their lives, but they they've been following us online and on TV, um, and they, they 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 love Brentford, and you know we've we've kind of nurtured that a little bit more and educated them a little bit in in certain 
bees beesness. Um, but yeah, you know, if you do get a chance to come or wherever we go, I mean, there's talk about going to Asia next year. If that happens and you get an opportunity, then do it because you're just seeing, you know, a brilliant football club being loved around the world. And yeah, it's not it's not the bread and butter like it is at home. That's, you know, I'm hoping that never does change. But getting invited to places like this, tournaments like this, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm bang up for more of this, man. Bang, bang up for it. And like I said to you, I want to say again, big shout out, big thanks to all the Bees, the Bees America fans that we've met. We've met loads of them. Can't mention you individually. We'll just mention you as a group. You've been absolutely fantastic. We've had a really, really great time. Thanks for tuning in and supporting us and listening to Besotted. We'll have more podcasts, like I said to you. We've done quite a few podcasts coming out here as well. And we've been even more podcasts. But now that I think you've seen us and you met us and you know more what we're about as well, you can also get involved. We're quite happy for anybody to get involved, as you have seen as well. We're going to do, this. said, this is the final podcast and this is a little run up but it's one, we're going to do one little final podcast after this as well which will probably drop maybe a, a day after this this podcast is going to drop as well we're, we're going to we're sitting down here in the booze and we're going to have a little summary we're going to just sit down and we're going to have the characters to just summarise their tour and we're going to talk about the things that we thought were good and bad and maybe funny and stuff like that so definitely check that out on Pride of West. London. but don't forget to subscribe to us don't forget to buy some beer besotted.com forward slash beer don't forget to uh, just write us a review and don't forget to keep on supporting us we appreciate it thank you very much Laney's in the house yeah and also if you want to get involved it's that's something that you know we don't often say enough probably but if you want to if you want to write articles for the website if you want to if you want to get involved in the podcast more um, you know we're we're it's not it's not it's never really a closed shop you know it's um if you if you want to if you've got enthusiasm and you've got kind of like uh, time and you've got love for the club you're on the same wavelength as us then then make contact with us and we got you involved and, and also the other last thing i was going to say as well is that we had loads of people coming up to us because we made our special um us tour bees t-shirts as well which when i said to you they're on the website we took them off the website obviously because we were coming out here we couldn't get them out to you in time and also the tats as well they all went flying we, we, we bought some out here they all were flying they all went out the, out the door out the window so we had none of them left but loads of people coming up to say we want more um, I'm actually coming out here in a few more weeks' time, so what I might do is I might bring some more out here uh, when I'm coming out here. So if anyone wants them, you need to get in touch with us, and I'll get them out, and we'll make sure we can get them to you as well. So, you know, just because the tour's finished doesn't mean you don't want a tour T-shirt or a tour hat. We'll get them out to you, but just let us know. We'll put a link in the information box, and we'll probably put it out on beside it as well. But like I said to you, we're going to just finish this one up here. Me and Laney having a good beer down on 14th Street in Washington. We're looking outside, and the scale's looking great. It looks like the thunderstorms are coming today, but we don't have to worry about that because we've enjoyed ourselves thank you America thank you for being so hospitable thanks for the last that we've had don't forget to check the last podcast Pride of West London which is going to be dropping after this one but as we say bees in the USA bees in the USA The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason.
let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.